Okay, gang, I'm excited to share with you someone that you definitely need to check out. I've had Megan on the podcast before, so if you've not listened to that, do yourself a favor and go check it out. But let me tell you a little bit about her. MMK Designs is located on Mackinac Island and offers one-of-a-kind pieces of jewelry. All is handmade by Megan Cromer, who is a self-taught artist in the jewelry trade. Her work ranges from leather wrap bracelets with semi-precious stones, beaded bracelets, and earrings, to resin work containing real pressed flowers and Great Lake stones. Her jewelry can be found at numerous stores on Mackinac Island, Camp and Coastal in Manistique, and EB2 Vintage in Traverse City. She does several art fairs a year and keeps busy in the winter months creating. Now, you can purchase her items with her brand new website. So, for one-of-a-kind jewelry pieces, be sure to check out Megan's line. You can go to mmkdesigns1.com or you can follow her on Instagram, mmk underscore designs underscore. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. I don't know what happened, but my microphone totally stopped working, and luckily, I'm able to record without it, so this is going to be sounding already much better from last week. Apologies for the confusion, because I haven't even had it that long. Anyway, anyway, very, 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 very excited about this week's podcast. Um... As I've mentioned, I have been able to secure some fantastic interviews, and it is just making me more excited to share all of this information with you guys. And today is one of those situations. I got to talk with Philip and Jerry Lynn, both part of the uh, Mackinac Island Arts Council. I was introduced to the Arts Council when I was there in the summer. And I was talking with someone that works with the page on Facebook, Addicted to Mackinac. And someone came out of the post office and she introduced herself and she gave me her card and she said, you should come down to the music in the park. And this is an event that they host uh, that is put on by the Arts Council. So I held on to that card. I, at this point, did not know I was going to be doing a podcast, but I always just held on to that card. So I reached out to them and this exceeded anything that I thought I could ever expect with that. And so what I'm going to do is allow you to sit back and tune in and learn all that I did from these incredible people that showcase the art all around Mackinac Island. All right, everyone, welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. And today I am joined with uh, from the Mackinac Arts Council. I have Jerry Lynn and Philip. Thank you guys so much for coming on here and talking with us today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start with Philip. And can you share with the listener your personal Mackinac origin story, please? Totally. And I'm so glad you started with me because my origin story is so much less interesting and shorter oh. than <laughs> <laughs> I am a newbie to the island. Um, I moved here. I'm going into my eighth summer this coming year. Um, I had just finished college with a degree in music, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to stay in Michigan. I had graduated from Michigan State University, and I just love Michigan. I love Michigan culture. 
I love the lakes. I love everything about it. I had been going camping up in St. Agnes every year for a long time. Um, and I just heard about um, a very interesting position um, as the program director for this organization called Mackinac Arts Council. I didn't know anything about it. I literally just heard about it from a friend of a friend mm -hmm. and just submitted my application, came up for an interview, totally fell in love with the whole organization and their mission. Um, and I kind of, you know, I said, I'm just out of college. I don't really know what I want to do. I'll give it, give it a couple of years and see what happens. Well, long story short, I just finished building a house on the island. Good for you. <laughs> Hopefully moving in on Monday. Yay! <laughs> and, nice. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> Wonderful. That's very exciting. Congratulations. Uh, Jerry Lynn, let's have you share your story now with the listener. Mine started a while ago. Um, I got to Mackinac Island in 1988, um, was coming up for a summer position at the Chippewa Hotel. I'd never been to Mackinac Island before. I was from Ohio. A friend of mine had gotten a job there and said, hey, you should come up too. And so I did. And on May 6th, I stepped off of the boat and I felt this warm hug. Mm -hmm that wrapped its arms right around me on that dock. And it felt like something when you go to your grandma's house on a Sunday and you just know you're in the best place. And I just knew I was home. Mm -hmm. And I've been there ever since. I my I met my husband there uh, that day. Um, we, didn't, we didn't start dating for a few years, but um, loved everything about it. Came back the year after the season. Um, as a manager um, at a business. And then my husband and I were working together, not married, just dating. We didn't think that was a great idea. So we opened a business on the island. And um, I've just spent all of my summers owning businesses. Our kids have spent their summers on Mackinac Island, um, all of them. And then in 2017, our youngest daughter wanted to live on Mackinac for a while. And so we decided to go then live there year round. And that's when um, I knew I was going to be involved in the Arts Council. And then that's how I got there. But we have been there a very long time um, and have made it our home and yes. just love everything about it. And I always say, I can't explain the hug that I got, but when I go to the woods on Mackinac Island, every single time, I know that that is my place in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I. 100% understand what you're saying with that, even yep. though I'm not there all the time. There yeah. is just this wonderful, I always call it a disconnect while reconnecting feeling mm. that you get. You you love being there, but you just want to, you just can't help but relax. Right. And mm -hmm. it's even when we work there, like those of us that work, you know, because we're working for a living to be there. And that's how fortunate we are. I've always said, even just going from home to work and going from work to our home is a whole different kind of experience. You decompress easy, you say hi to people, you stop and chat, and it's like nothing else in the whole wide world. And I don't think even looking back that I would do anything any differently because it is the most wonderful place and people that are fortunate enough to figure out a way to make it their home and their living and they can find something to do that can keep them there in my opinion, are the luckiest people in the world. 
it's a great yeah. community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Philip, would you agree with her on that too? Oh my gosh. Yeah. People always ask me, your job must be so stressful because there's so many things going on in the summer and it's so chaotic. But literally if I'm feeling stressed and I just walk outside, it's like immediately, number one, yeah. you're going to, like Jerry Lynn just said, you're probably going to see somebody that you know and love because it's such a small place and you're going to be forced to just snap out of that funk. Cells are just so beautiful and calming and like, yeah, it's yeah. totally stress relief, even on the worst of days. And there yes. are days mm -hmm. Jerry Lynn downtown and we're like, I'm going crazy. I don't know. <laughs> and we're like That's smiling sure. and laughing. We're for sure. We're <laughs> like, we're yeah, the day out. will end. The day will end. This will stop. And then yeah. we'll be back to normal. And we none of us know what normal is. None of us. But we try to pretend in our brains somewhere that we'll get back to normal. And we just keep rolling. And all of a sudden it's November. Mm -hmm. And that's when the, the island, she just she breathes yeah. and then we breathe with her and then we have six months of gathering it all in again yeah. you know and and re it's not even a recuperation as much as it's a restoration um she's restored as an island we're restored as people that support her and she supports us in our summers and we support her in her winters and it's just this really magical feeling that's and, a great, um, it's, it's just awesome. It's a great life. Yeah. I think, um, it's funny. I've been there at, I have not been there in the winter, but having been there and from the spring to the fall, but being in there in the summer and seeing how busy it can be and overwhelming. But the minute you step away from downtown, oh, yeah. it's, it's mm -hmm. so different. And, yeah. um, I feel that's lucky. His office is down at Mission Point. I my oh, shops are right downtown. You're right, right? in the thick of it, And I meet people. What did you say? Did I said you're right in the thick of it. Where you? Yeah, I am. So my shops are right downtown, and I am. It's all day, and it's constant, and it's traffic, and it's getting from A to B and stuff. But you would be shocked the amount of people that never leave those three blocks. Mm -hmm. And so when oh, yeah. people come in my shops and say, "What should I do today?" The first thing we tell them to do is get out of the mm -hmm. downtown. I've always said I'm the worst salesperson for my own shop. I'm like, get out of my store and go. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just <laughs> get out. You There's so many beautiful places. Um, Mackinac has art in its air. Mm -hmm. there, to be part of the Mackinac Arts Council and bring art to Mackinac, it's almost not necessary. All we're doing is enhancing what she already is giving everybody. And that's just art. Everywhere you look, every sound you hear, the air you feel has this artistic thread in it that you barely can even recognize if you don't, but you have to get out of the downtown. Yes. You know, yes. and not super far. You don't have to go super far. You go Mission Point um, to the to Arch Rock, or you go this way and you go down the boardwalk and you go into where Christopher Reeves and Jane Seymour had that lovely scene with the Cedars. You know, art happened there. Um, so it's not far, but I, I always say to people, you just get out of downtown. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a total 180, but I, I always tell people, if you've been to New York City, you don't just go to Times Square. Oh, right. good. Like, yeah. Well, like as soon as you step off of 42nd Street and you start exploring, you end up in so many more interesting places. You can mm -hmm. end up in Central Park and you feel like you're in the woods. There's galleries, there's interesting little spots everywhere. And mm -hmm. I tell people, it's just like that on the island. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, mm -hmm. Main Street is great and it's awesome. Do that, get your fudge, 
go to, to Destination Mackinac and get some shoes and then just step off Main Street. Just go okay. two blocks away and you will be mm -hmm. amazed by what you find. And you'll run into a plein air artist or you might run into a person who's sitting there writing a poem about something that's happening or you might stumble upon an artist that's just playing music in the park because he's chilling out but yet you realize how that guy's fantastic and I'm going to sit over here mm -hmm. and listen to that. So when we say like the arts everywhere whether we're putting it on or not it just is a natural component to how people feel compelled to even just create art on Mackinac because it's in the soul of her island it's just there mm -hmm. yeah and I think um that is something that has been so uh, important with doing this podcast is making sure that people realize that there is so much available to mm -hmm. explore with the island like mm -hmm. that. And once they find that, they're just kind of blown away by it. And I I love when they're able to experience that and, mm -hmm. and go and enjoy that because um, this it just makes the experience that much better. I, and I don't think mm -hmm. they realize how big the island really truly is once you start going to the middle part of it. Correct. You know, Correct. it's, yeah. it's, it's a good size island. It is, you know, we, you get um, your steps in. This oh, past yeah. season, we started bringing art from just the downtown area and up and into the park. And we had um, a musical series along a trail and we didn't know how that would go or, uh, you know, it was something new we were trying, um, but it was so well received. So we had, you know, they were sitting at the head trailhead and, a bunch of different artists came in and played music um mostly a classical theming right right philip it had a classical element yeah, to like it music and classical music and yeah. classical you could do that was like totally just open air like and acoustic music. and and yeah. yeah and it was it was so well received that we're doing it again this year tweaking it a little hopefully making it a better experience but that's something that's new that we did this past season that got people out from and into Mackinac's soul almost yeah. to hear the music that the artists were creating, but that she, all, all she does is enhance it. And it's, I'm really excited about this component of what Mackinac Arts Council is doing and getting it into the island and stuff. So it's, that was exciting. Mm -hmm. So can you share with the listener how the Art Council, their origin story, how that came to be? Yeah, do you want me to take this one, Jerry Lynn? You're going to take that one because okay. I, I don't know the beginnings. <laughs> so it's a, it's actually very timely that we're talking about this now because we're just now celebrating our 20th year. Wonderful. Um, we were Yes, because for many arts councils in the world, they don't make it to 10. Yeah. You oh. know, you, you get you get a group of people into an idea that there's going to be an arts council and people work feverishly for five years and people get tired and such and you don't get new people into arts councils and and they kind of fizzle so the idea that we're celebrating 20 years is yeah. an amazing accomplishment yeah yeah for sure yes yeah, so it really was a totally community-led project it was um our founder her name's becky um was the person who kind of came up with the idea for it she's an artist and business owner on the island she has a gallery on market street and um her family was a hotel family becky barnwell they owned the iroquois hotel ah. so she was born and raised there as well okay and because she was naturally an artist um felt this was something she wanted to do 
Yeah, and she just noticed that um, there was so much art, art, like what Jerry Lynn has been saying, that there was art already happening everywhere. The summer employees were wanting to make art or they were making art on their own. There were galleries downtown. There were people playing music in the park, but there was no organization to it. It was just happening spontaneously. And so she got some of the community leaders together, the mayor, um, the priest of the Catholic Church, a couple of other artists, and they all just met and talked about, like, what do we really need to do to make art and music and culture on the island more organized and build it up and make it more amplified and, and empowered? And they said, let's form a nonprofit. And so they did. And um, it just continued to grow. They had three events their first year, and now in year 20, we're up to over 100 events every year. Wow. <laughs> That says mm -hmm. a lot. That really does. And and as a, it was a small grassroots group of people that, that founded it um, and then the board grew. Because again, you have to do those things. You know, you, you've got to keep the energy up in, a, in types of arts councils or anything like that, really. Um, because people get tired, they get burned out. You, you need fresh ideas. You need people that are excited to join. They bring something else to the group. And um, Becky has been very good at over the years um, recruiting people to come in and be part of the Mackinac Arts Council and sit on the council and, and be part of different committees so that we could grow in membership, grow in development, grow in our um, um, the type of events that we have, uh, grow in our fundraising. And so as that got bigger and bigger and bigger, then we have a board and and the board executive positions have changed over the years again, just to kind of keep it fresh. One of the best things that happened during this time was the collaboration with Mission Point. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and I'll let uh, Philip speak a little bit more onto that part too, because we were an arts council for a while without a home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Mission Point, um... It was kind of a, a mutual problem solving. Mission Point property has gone through a variety of different um, chapters in its existence. It was originally built as like a facility to produce musicals and, and film uh, movies. So mm -hmm. and then it was expanded into being a dormitory for a college. And then it didn't become a hotel until the 70s. So they had this huge theater, 500 seat theater on their property and they never knew what to do with it. They would use it for conferences like three times a year or they right. would just show movies in there. And there was, but there wasn't anybody really to use it because the organization that had built it as a theater didn't exist anymore. So they said, hey, this new arts council is here. They're growing really fast. They need facilities. Maybe they could use the theater. So we developed the relationship with them and now we're able to use the theater as our headquarters, which is amazing because we can show mm -hmm. movies in there, we can have recitals and concerts, we have an opera every year. There's office space and a gallery space in the lobby that we can use for art exhibits and classes and everything. And it's just a community place. theater. Yeah, it's, it's an yeah. incredible space. Yeah. So I always tell people if you're on your way out to the east side of town, if you're going to go see Arch Rock, stop by the theater because it's a super, super cool space. You can sit in the chair where Christopher Reeve sat in the movie. And, and of if, course, once you're at Mission Point, you can have amazing food and coffee. And, yes. and we always, the other yes. thing that we, a lot of people don't know is we always, from the beginning of the season, maybe mid-season to like mid-October, we always have an exhibit in our gallery. Yep. So mm -hmm. there's always something to see. And sometimes it changes. Sometimes it might last, a, you know, a month or so. 
But here's one in particular. During Lilac Festival, we have the history of all of the posters are in our space. So that's something mm -hmm. people can come down and see, you know, all the posters we created right down to the winner mm -hmm. um, for that year. And so we have um, just really exceptional artists that we show in our galleries. A lot of them um, we do, we collaborate with uh, the school. So there's a lot of student, student exhibits in there. Um, we've collaborated with, uh, um philip i'm drawing a blank the grand rapids art prize uh, art prize which no longer exists but it was going for 10 years and yeah for four yeah. years we brought art prize pieces to the island and to the island before they even made it to art prize so it was over wow. the bridge it was called and it was all upper peninsula um and maybe a few from the tip of the mitt but um they'd come to the island and we before they even made their debut down at um grand rapids to art prize so you know, we, we just get some different things in depending on what's happening around the state or in the art community in general. Um, and it just it just enhances what we do. And so um, it's just part of part of the experience. And we're just trying to make that bigger and better every single year. And and we're succeeding in doing that. Mm -hmm. um, if the if a, the listener um, is not familiar with Mission Point, how would they find the theater if they were going there? If you could maybe give them an idea of where they need to go. Absolutely. So when you're walking east toward our truck, mm -hmm. uh, there's two entrances to Mission Point. There's there's a first entrance where it's the first time you see a sign that says Mission Point Resort. That's the mm -hmm. one you want to take. Turn right there. You walk up the path. You um, turn left there. Yeah, you turn left onto into the mm -hmm. entrance. It's it's a mm -hmm. kind of great, big entrance. You can't miss it. Yeah, um, but you you're on Main Street, so you make a little left, make a left and then and right behind and just that sign. Path up. And there's really only one way to go up. If you follow the path to the right, you'll come right to the theater. Mm -hmm. And then once you've stopped at the theater, you can continue on into the rest of the property. And that's open for anyone to go in there at any time? Is there hours limitations? Mm, there's hours, yeah. In the okay. summer, it's literally dawn to dusk. It's, okay. Yeah. So if it's light out, you can you can get into the space. Now, if you want to yeah. talk to me, I'm usually only in my office nine to five. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> and only on days we don't have anything happening. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So Thursday, you need to go to music in the park. Don't go to the yeah. theater. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but to see the gallery yes, and so. such, if they were to go to, the, if somebody by accident did not see that entrance and they went to the front desk at Mission you Point, they would tell them how to get to the gallery and the theater and, and to be able to come and see it because just the theater alone is kind of a cool thing to see. I, I love to tell people to do these things when it's raining. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, it rains on Mackinac, much to people's chagrin. We yeah. do get rain. And um, because everything is so outdoor centric on Mackinac, when it is raining, you've got to have these little special things in your pockets. So when people look blue or sad, See, don't be sad. You're going to see some cool stuff that you never would have seen when it was sunny out. So here's what I recommend to do. And one of them is always to get to that theater and mm -hmm. take it take it in, that this is a piece of history. You've got the gallery there. Um, but just going in it and, and feeling its sense of the years that the art has been there and all mm -hmm. the movies that have been shown and the Christopher Reeves chair. And it's pretty cool. So I grew up... Um watching somewhere in time before i even went to mackinac mm -hmm. uh loves christopher reeve love jane seymour because i always loved her hair and when the very first time i was going up to the island i found out that it was filmed up there yeah i might have had a mild coronary i was <laughs> freaking out it literally was like oh my god and so 
the obsession I have for that movie has it intensified even more. But it is it is so neat to see how that has, still has that that classic feel to it as well. But even though it's been so long since that was filmed there, you still have that feeling with it because even though things have changed, there's still that that um, sense about it of when it was shot there and everything that you have to explore with it. And I love that you have that seat in the theater for people mm -hmm. to see mm -hmm. and they can have that. And last year I did a podcast all about the Lilac Festival. And that is when I found out about you guys displaying mm -hmm. all of the artwork mm -hmm. or the posters and every. I had no mm -hmm. idea about that. I thought that was yeah. so fascinating to yes. be and able to back, see that. Way this back year. in the beginning of that, um, Dick Wolfgang, he did the first, what, seven, um, oh, yeah. seven or 10 yeah. um, uh, Magna Art posters for Lilac Festival. And ironically enough, his daughter sits now on our board, wow. Nancy Chambers. Yeah, so it's, cool. it's fun. It's a tiny little place, you know, mm -hmm. so those kinds of little nuances happen. Um, but I always like, I always think to myself, you know, People need to talk. People need to ask the questions so you can get those little tidbits of information. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't get to do that if you just stay on Main Street and ride a bike around the island. So, yeah, I love all the little things you could do. Yes. Especially yes. that are tied to art. Um, one of the fun things that, we, you know, we want to do, we try to keep somewhere in time out there and we show that in our theater mm -hmm. every single week. Yep, every right, Tuesday. Philip? Every, every Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Okay, yeah. and it's free. It. At it's what time is that at? 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. Yep. That's it's so, free. Yeah. So for the listener, if you are there, go down there. Yep. That's really one great. Of, Just find any seat you want. Yeah. yeah. Most things most things we do are free of charge. We get a lot of support through our membership and our, and our donors. Um, and we're trying every year to keep it better and better and get in better and better art um, so that people that come to the island might not have been expecting to do that can say, Oh, I'm going to go to that. And then they get there and they're so happy. Like, Oh, it's free. We have a couple mm -hmm. things we charge for. Um, mm -hmm. uh, one of, we're very fortunate. We get the Sioux opera to the island every year and they're just, a, you know, a phenomenal operatic company. Um, so we charge a little bit, but it's certainly not, you know, a hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> $20, right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go to see them in their house, you're going to pay upwards $7,500 because the caliber of talent is insane. Mm -hmm. So most of the things that um, we we promote will always be free of charge. And, you know, because we have such outstanding membership donors and then sponsors, business yeah. sponsors. Yeah. Okay. So and so how many are involved, like, on the island with the Arts Pro Council program right now? Does it, do you, like when some people come there to work for the season, do, do people come and help at that time too? Or is there a... Well, I could say there's a couple different facets of, to your question. So mm -hmm. we have an arts council okay. that does all the planning and all the monetary um, dealings, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we have subcommittees on our arts council. Philip, what do you think that number is? Right now that's 14 people 14 okay. people and they're mostly okay. they're business owners or they're um high level leadership like the state park they're yeah. executives that mm -hmm. it's that kind of um group to kind board. of make those high level decisions and most people are invited to be on the board because they're bringing something that we're missing okay 
And mm-hmm. so that's how I got on the board. I was asked to be on the board in 2017 because I was going to be there year round. Mm-hmm. And my big passion is the theater. Mm-hmm. And I got involved in the theater. I had a child in the school. And so I was invited to be part of the council because of I could bring that component to it and, and something that I'm excited about. Um, Philip was hired on. And so um, he does that, but like he's involved in our Mackinac community theater because he just, he just loves that. You know, it's, it's almost like a hobby, you know, Mm -hmm. at that point for him. Um, But so when you get back to asking who's involved, so then when all these events start to happen, we need volunteers. And so we're always reaching out into our community and into the Island employees that come up for the summers and stuff for their help on the volunteer levels. Um, and then, then there's your members and donors and sponsors. So they're involved with Mackin Arts Council as well in just mostly when you look at nonprofits, people give in three different ways, time, talent, or treasure, right? Mm -hmm. So the membership group and the donors and the sponsorships, that's our treasure component. Um, while the rest of us, I, I'm bringing talents to the to the organization and, and helping with the areas I'm interested in. And then when you say time, you, that's where the volunteers come in and, and help get things going. And we can take um, music in the park as a for instance. It takes a lot. And it's mm-hmm. starting in the morning. It's Philip. And he then gets everything and you pray that the the volunteers are going to show up that we've organized (laughs) or that it's not going to rain or he gets it all down there and then we're taking it back to the theater. But those are the ones that are the biggest. And so that's where we need a lot of the volunteers. Um, And so we're trying a new thing this year um, through the, um, the subcommittee um, community involvement. Is that the Mm -hmm. name of it? Engagement, Engagement, community engagement. Um, I'm actually the chair for that, and I'm going to take on trying to get volunteers, and they've said yes, they're on a list, we know they're going to show up, and they've committed, so that we're not just hoping people yeah. show up anymore. You know, um, in terms of the amount of involvement, though, in the community at large, it's a huge amount. I would say it's it it's close to everybody on the island. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in, we're in quarter one right now, so I'm working on our annual report for last year. And so I have to make a list of every business and every individual that contributed in some way, either volunteering their time, money, whatever. And it's upwards of 300 names. Wow. And we only have 450 people on our island. Right. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one yeah. of the things, um, I'm on the community theater board with with Philip, which is just a sub board of Mackinac Arts Council. It's under the umbrella of Mackinac Arts Council, but we have a little group of people and we kind of decide what shows we'll be putting on. And, and then we go to the Arts Council for funding and such. And we've done two musicals. Um, one was Bye Bye Birdie and one was Music Man. And we had over 50 participants acting, helping with costuming, directing, painting, whatever, that's over 10% of our whole community, right? Mm -hmm. Philip and I have both been involved in community theater and other areas where you have a a town of 25,000 people and you can't get 20 people to want to be in community theater. So the, the idea that we're small 
is mm-hmm. one of the best things we have going for us because it's the winter. There's not a lot to do. So they, yeah, I want to do that. I'll, fine. I'll come paint or fine. I'll come help switch lights. I'll be on the stage. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many ways people have learned what theater looks like on our island. Most people thought, well, if I'm in the theater, I have to be on the stage singing. I have to be on the stage acting. I'm going to have to wear makeup or costuming. And, and that's not their personality. And we have been able to introduce this through the Arts Council like this to our, our, our local community that you you could literally be a lumberjack as a job and we will have something that you'll probably like doing in the Actually, theater. We need lumberjacks because we need we people do. to build. <laughs> need them to, to build. I think for us, for community theater, this component of Arts Council, we're really, really proud of the amount of people that we have involved to get these shows going and off and produced and there they are. And when we do it, theaters are filled. The 500 seat theater has 400 people in it. Wow. So we're not doing it to like six people, right? You know, every time we do it, we're like, it's, there's even more than last time. There's mm-hmm. more than last time. And again, it's free. It's that's free. wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. But then that's what we also see when we do art, the music in the park, or we're doing mm-hmm. the, the trail series, or we might have a workshop at the, um, the Manoogian Art Museum at the State Park, we might be running a workshop and we can't fit anymore. And we have to say no, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we, the last thing we ever want to say is no. Simple delights for home and heart. Little Luxuries of Mackinac Island is filled with home goods, unique gifts, Michigan made items, and so much more. It's a one-stop gift shop you do not want to miss while visiting Mackinac Island. If you're not making the trip to Mackinac, shop online in the comfort of your home for all your favorite little luxuries at littleluxuriesofmackinac.com. Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Right. Somebody wants art in their life. We got to find them a way to have it because that's (laughs) a beautiful component. I agree. I mean, it's just... um, there's so many galleries on the island too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that always is something that um, my friends that came, uh, they noticed that they had never been there and mm-hmm. they noticed that right away. I think that they were very surprised yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that there were quite, a, I mean, so many. I've had a couple of artists on here too and I have learned more with that. And I love to hear that there are artists that set up their easels that will paint there and do all of mm-hmm. that. 
And so yeah. you guys are talking about different events. What do you guys have coming for this upcoming season? Is there a lot of new stuff? Is there? <laughs> do you see Philip's face? You just stressed out a little bit. We have a lot. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So uh, we, we for programs we have programs across ten different areas. So we do music in the park, which is our flagship program. That's you mentioned. That's how how you found out about the Arts Council. That's a lot of people's introduction to what we do. Mm -hmm. That's for ten weeks in the summer on Thursday nights. Um, we have workshops, which are basically art classes that happen in a variety of locations. Some of them are at the Manugian Art Museum downtown. Some of them are at our headquarters at Mission Point. Some of them are just outside in the woods. We did an art class um, last summer that was along the shore, and it was mm -hmm. a bunch of painters all day just hanging out outside painting. Yeah. We also like are bringing in photographers now. Like, if you, oh, there's yeah. so many new art forms. Um, that you know every year we're striving it's not just painting singing acting and playing an instrument art is in so many ways that you know our workshops are getting we did a book binding workshop mm -hmm. you know yeah. that's one of the most fascinating ones we did yeah, we did yarn and, dyeing we did a knitting mm -hmm. class this upcoming mm -hmm. summer we're doing um a four-week course on how to play bridge and the history of the game mm -hmm. oh that's cool so, Right. Yeah, we're always yeah. trying to find new, interesting cultural. Yeah. We've got a phenomenal gal, a photographer on the island. She does an Instagram photography workshop, teaching you to take those best shots to put on your Insta page. Um, that's not just for businesses. I mean, that's and we get a lot of young girls in that uh -huh. one that they're like, uh -huh. oh, you know, they oh, get yeah. kind of excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Mm -hmm. so, anyway, so, that's, so that's two music in the park and workshops. Then, of course, we have our exhibits in our gallery that you can come see anytime. Um, classical music series oh yeah classical music that um happens every sunday and that includes the opera production that we mentioned earlier um we show movies in our theater space every tuesday and sunday and then when it rains we show movies all day so people okay can movies. uh we then do partner with other um organizations as well so for instance this next summer is going into our third year at the Mackinac island shakespeare festival mm-hmm so there'll be Shakespeare performances four times a week for the entire month of August, and we, oh, wow. we help produce that. Um, mm. And well. and you know when this when that first came to the island, I thought, I wonder how that'll be. You know, I wondered how that would go over. You know, it's in the park. It's oh, people love it in the evening. It is so good and everybody i mean you just find people just stopping and and sitting and they watch the rest of it mm -hmm. um it's really exceptional it's you know done like art uh shows in a park or done theater in a park or festivals where you know you have your backdrop and then you can see the actor running back there changing into a new character and comes through the curtain as the new person and but it's shakespeare right yeah, that's yeah. a tough one. Like that is yeah. like a tough thing to sit through and hear. And these actors are so exceptional in their um, dialect, but the way they, the lilt in their voices and such makes it, it just comes alive. It's not like sitting in an AP class in high school when you had to read Romeo and Juliet yeah, and it was painful. Like yeah. It's alive and beautiful and it fills the air and it's just great. Um, we also do a talent show. We, it's called Mackinac's Got Talent. Uh -huh. um, that is open to for contestants. It's anybody who lives on the island or is working on the island for the summer. Okay. Um, then of course anybody can come. Jerry Lynn is one of our judges. Okay. And it's exactly like America's Got Talent. We have several rounds of elimination. Do you have a gold buzzer? 
We don't have buzzers. Talking about getting them because I do think it enhance the experience. But we try to be nice. It's yeah. We try to not have anybody yeah. have a negative experience. The talent show is always it's always a packed house. It's mm -hmm. huge. Everybody it's comes huge. And, it's and the and the prize is five hundred dollars. I mean, it's oh, like yeah. it's exciting that these yeah. these guys, you know, and most of them sing in the shower. They're not like singers out, and they're not making their money being entertainers. These are people that just sing really well in the shower and they're like, I'm going to give it a whirl. Right. And you are just so shocked and surprised. And, and it's lovely. We had an operatic uh, singer last year win. she had never sang opera, she found the theater, she'd go in and kept practicing. Oh my God, she and she sang so an Italian operatic song and the passion oh. she had in her voice. And it was just really exceptional. And, and, um, Every year, it's always surprising what we see, and and the talents that we get. So we do love that, and yeah. that's always and that's the way we wrap up. Generally, Mackinac's Got Talent wraps up the season, but then like last year, we had an encore presentation, and one of the things we're getting um, we get more excited about every year is we're trying to get better and better and better musicians and shows to come to the island. And so we had the Michigan Rattlers; they wrapped up our season last year, and it was just it was a way to go out of the season with a bang. They were great. Yeah. That's um, awesome. I don't want Philip to forget the community theater because we do that throughout the year. Okay. That's not just during the season. And um, this year we going forward, we do four performances. Um, we have a Christmas show that's on the weekend of the, of the Christmas bazaar. Mm -hmm. And it's usually just a one act show, you know, with a good meeting this year, we did the Grinch. Um, and it was a little one act show. And then that led into right now, the, the children's theater is working on a little one act Mary Poppins, right, Philip? Yep. Yep. We just had and they're working. Yep. So they're starting that. And then that'll be performed at the beginning of March. And then we go into our big show, which is what really got people excited. Um, we do a full musical and by full musical, it is full set, a full pit, full actors costuming everything it's big yeah and um so that's going to be the at the end of april we perform that and then this year we're adding a new show because we have such talented um people that come here to work we wanted to give them something to be part of and so we're creating a show for the summer now we're not sure that um it'll be a full musical show we may take and do it in a different way um, or a variety show. We're not 100% sure how we're going to do that, but that this will be the first year that we're adding that into the mix. Um, and I think it'll be very well received. And then we also do one more thing, and that's online at Christmas time, and it's called A Very Merry Mac and a Christmas. Uh -huh. And it's a streamed program. Uh -huh. I don't know if you've been fortunate enough to see it. I heard about um, it. I did not see it, but I did hear about it. Yes. Oh, good. We've done that. We started that the year of COVID because we were doing it in the theater and then we couldn't. Yeah. And so now it gives people that aren't on the island but are connected to the island, gives them opportunities to send in something, whether you're doing a, a reading from a book or a song or you're doing a poem or something. Um, you send it to Philip. He puts the whole montage together. And then like um, our bell choir on the island, our uh, we have a, a small choir they do songs and then so there's just this another element 
and then this year they went and showed all the Christmas windows that were on the island, you know, in between things and our tree lighting. And so it's just this one hour show that puts together, but you can only see it streaming on Facebook. So again, it's keeping people connected off the island during the off season, mm -hmm. but it gets a little bit of that mystery and it opens up the island for people that will yeah. maybe never get there. So yeah, yeah. this is very magical. It and is it gets magical. more magical every year. It, it used to be like everybody would board up their storefronts and it was just mm -hmm. kind of dead downtown. Mm -hmm. And the last like five years, it has really come alive and everybody mm -hmm. decorates their storefront. They put their lights yeah. out. They we had a contest out. this year because oh, I, went fun. The, I went to the tourism bureau and I said, when we before we close, why don't we put a contest out there so that instead of people hanging up mismatched sheets and stuff, maybe <laughs> they do their Christmas window yeah. on November 1st and yeah. then then there's a contest. And so we had many more decorated oh, yeah. windows so this year than ever before. Yes. They're still decorated for Christmas because yeah. you know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they will be until we get there in March and April. But I mean, the that's tree all coming. stayed up until like the second week of January. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Because again, it's just magical and we all it wait is. for it. And um and so that's just part of art, you know, just yeah. creating, okay, let's do something with the windows and and it's just um getting more and more art out there. The art museum, I have talked about it before, and I cannot pronounce the last name. And I, I thank you, thank yeah. you. Can you no, share? A lot of <laughs> there is, so I don't, I don't ever want to be rude and say it wrong, so I just say their first names. But can you uh, share a little bit of insight about that for the listener and how it works for them to go in there and visit? And what is usually? Do you guys change what you have on display there? Is it all Michigan artists? Yeah, so. Um, I'll, I'm going to give you a long version because I love the Richard and Jan Manu. Yes, yes, I would love to hear it. Space. This is great. So that structure um, has a ton of really interesting history. It was built in mm -hmm. the 1830s and it was originally called the Indian Dormitory. It's where the um, tribal chiefs would come to receive their payments from the U.S. government for the land that they had given up. Because mm -hmm. they had signed treaties that said, like, we're giving you our land, but you're going to pay us for it over X number of years. And so they would come to the Indian Dormitory on Mackinac Island to receive their money. Oh, wow. Um, and after, stay there. Yeah. And so that because that, that, that was, this was before get direct deposit. By, right. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, sure. they were coming over by canoe. Yeah. Right. They had to come and over they, by, you know, yeah. couldn't just run back by canoe. So they'd yeah. stay. And, and a lot of the elders um, would come with and the chiefs. And it was always just such a, a nice yeah. gathering. So that's generally. why it was there. Um, and by the 1840s, um, they had found that they didn't really need to do that anymore. The mail was starting to become more reliable, and so they didn't have to come. At that time, it be, actually became the Mackinac Island Public School. And oh. so that building was the school for, I think, over 100 years. And it wasn't until the 1960s that it got purchased by the state park. Okay. Wow. Um, that was news to me. I yeah, had no idea about school. that. Yep, yep. Uh, in the 60s, the state park purchased it and restored it back to the way that it was in the 1830s. Because, of course, when it was the school, it got renovated like 100 times. Mm -hmm. um, and that, so then it was part of their um, historic displays for about 40 years. I think it was in 2002. They yeah. closed it. And that was when then Richard and Jane Manoogian donated money to... Um, make it into an art museum. And okay. the reason for that was that the state park had a growing collection of art pieces in their permanent collection of artifacts, but they didn't have anywhere to display it. Okay. So they basically, yeah, they had a bunch of like historic art paintings and 
and drawings and things of the island. So they totally gutted the building, renovated it, put in, put in gallery lighting, new walls. And so all that artwork that part of the permanent collection of the state park is on display on the main floor. Okay. Upstairs, this is where the Arts Council comes in. We do a art contest with a different theme every year that's open to anybody nationwide. And it's always something to do with Mackinac Island. So this coming year is, the theme is called a Mackinac Day. Okay. And you can submit anything in any media. It could be a sculpture, it could be a watercolor painting, it could be a photograph, it could be whatever. Um, I submitted a piece one year that was a view master slide. Uh-huh. Like island scenes that you could look at in 3D. That's so um, cool. So right. that and that so that goes on display um, in May, usually when the building opens. Okay. And then they have an award ceremony in June for the there will be a judge that will pick like the best pieces. Um, and so that changes every year and it's all brand new original artwork from So if a listener is interested in contributing to this, where and how would they do this? Um, I think they missed the deadline. Okay. It was, so for future reference. Was, yeah. So if you want to um, uh, submit artwork to that, the best thing to do is follow us on Facebook or get on mm -hmm. our newsletter. Okay. Um, or you can also go to the entry form for that is actually on the um, Mackinac State Historic Parks website. If you okay. go to the Art Museum page. It's because it's in on, on the Mackinac State Park property. Okay. Even yeah. though Mackinac Arts yeah. Council, it's a collaboration, but the application is over there. Okay. Yeah. Because isn't mm -hmm. the Island House part of the Mackinac State Park? Uh, no. It, it is not. Okay. It sits on. It sits, it sits on, on the Mac. It sits on State Park land. Okay. The building is owned building. by them. Okay. That's... Which is a lot of things on Mac and Island. Yeah. All yeah. those beautiful, y'all's beautiful houses you see that everyone's like, oh. Those are on state land. They've Everything leased the, the land for is... hundreds of years. They own the house, but the land is owned by the state and they have leased the land from the state. Interesting. There's mm -hmm. so much to know about that. Yeah. I know. I, I know. Podcast podcast. Right there. Well, I, 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 I know. Each time podcast. I think, oh, what am I going to talk about? And then I find out, I'm like, oh my God, now I've got With this. Land use and zoning on the island, you could do a whole series. Oh, oh my whole gosh. Whole, whole thing. Experience. It is. As someone who just life. built a house, I cannot tell you how complicated <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I did the um, uh, the ghost tour, the walking tour. And oh, uh, yeah. what I loved about that was hearing the history of it. And they were talking about, and I brought this up before uh the the possibility of bones being found that oh, they yes. have to be and yeah, you know sure. like did you do you have to before you started building did you have to have that checked out before oh, then yes. okay yes. there had to be surveys done mm -hmm. um, digging to a certain depth to and that can and that can that can stop your building process yep. for quite a while because they, they have do to bring find, an archaeologist so yeah if they find a bone or a piece of pottery yeah. or something they have to cease all digging and bring in mm -hmm. a team to ensure that you're not disturbing a burial site. Mm -hmm. Right, right, which makes sense, you know, because there's a lot of those, as yes. I found out on, mm -hmm. on the island that, I mean, I had no idea about, you know, aside from the grave, you know, the cemetery. Right, the cemetery itself, but yeah, but before the cemetery was there, it was a burial ground for um, indigenous people and they didn't mm -hmm. Yes. like that, so. Yeah. Now, can you share with the listener um, what is going to be the theme for the Lilac Festival? Um, and uh, can they submit now? Like, what is the process for doing all of that? Yes. Um, <laughs> let me 
look this it's up. another collaboration because okay. that one um, actually um that the lilac festival contest um is a little bit different this year where the top 20 um submissions we're gonna have the artists bring the actual original pieces and we're gonna have them in our gallery to see before the, the winners are announced so kind of like an art prize it's really oh, awesome. yeah. we're done that yeah before. Yeah, because we normally announce it the first weekend during the opening and crowning of the Lilac Festival Queen. But this is going to be done a little bit more like on the art prize level where the public gets to come and see all of the entries and kind of have a vote in it. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So the entry, the entry deadline for that is not till April 5. Okay. And um, if you go to the... Mackin Island Tourism Bureau website. Okay. You can get the entry form for that. Okay. And and what is the theme this year? That is, uh, hang on. I loved last think? year's theme, by I'm the way. I remember what they picked. Mackinac in bloom. Nice. So, flowers. I love that. Well, it's hard not to see that when you're there with that. <laughs> we will. Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes you don't get to see any lilacs when you come to Lilac Festival. Sometimes they're all done, and sometimes they haven't even started. Yet. Haven't even started. So isn't that crazy? I know. Mm -hmm. I'm in Northern Indiana because you're trying to. We're, we always hedge our bets because we're like, yeah, the first weekend or the second weekend. Yeah. Our well, our lilacs come in May. Right. Yeah. They come at the yeah. beginning of May, so it's so refreshing because mm -hmm. lilacs are my favorite. So that I'm like, oh, nice, I get two get doses of it. Round. I get a mm -hmm. whole other round and a lot more, oh, yeah. and I love that. The only thing we always ever say, like, is when people call, like, are the lilacs blooming? I'm like, nope, not yet. When are they going to bloom? Like, well, yeah. you know, Mother That's Nature's out there always, trying. When should mm -hmm. I come to see the lilacs? When should I'm, I come I, see I, the lilacs? I don't know. I'm not a yeah. lilac tree. I can't tell you. Yeah. When they're we had lilacs after the Fourth of July this year, still yeah. hanging on. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. never know how they're going to be. It depends. On, it, it, you know what it really has to do with is the how cold the lake gets. Oh. And which way the winds blow in the spring okay. and how cold that's going to keep our island and for how long. Gotcha. And so that has that plays in any. I mean, they could have lilacs in Mackinac City, you know, right. three miles south, and they'd be blooming in the end of May, and we don't see them until the end of June just because we just had a really cold winter and the waters are cold and the winds are coming out of the east and just keeping us freezing yeah so it's just crazy but everybody believes you know understands this is a flower festival so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you get the general mm -hmm. idea it's just mm -hmm. a wonderful added bonus if you yeah. get all those lilacs in there with it yeah they it are beautiful and i love that that you guys do that um yeah. and with you know like now, did I hear correctly from somebody that you guys um, also offer like a program that allow artists to apply and stay on the island and work on their art? Is that something that you guys offer? Yes. So that's also through the state park. They okay. That because again, the building where the residency happens is the former Coast Guard building, which the state park acquired. And okay. Properties, um, but yes, the artist residencies go all summer long. They're two week stints, um, and you know what? I'm not 100% sure what, when the deadline is for that. that okay, so there is deadlines, to, yep. to, so that and way then, you have it probably filled out for the summer. Yeah, that. that one, that that information is going to be on the Mackinac State Park. That's also on the Mackinac State just Park, just like just like the Manugian art exhibit. Same That's, place. 
this is really interesting to know that this is all tied in there with that, um, mm -hmm. with the state park. I mean, because there's probably, I'll be honest, I get on your tourism page all the time. Your blog is essential to me for so much information. But now I'm definitely going to be using the Mackinac State mm -hmm. Park page because yeah. I didn't, it's I didn't know all of this was. That the island is, 80% of the island is owned by the state of Michigan. Yeah. So the part that's not state park is really just the downtown businesses and yeah. a few of the homes in the middle of the island. The rest of it is all state. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they control a lot of that stuff. Um, but that's great because they're yeah. a great organization and they're mm -hmm. very they're super arts focused, um, mm -hmm. which is awesome. But yes, that artist residence program is totally open to any art form. You come for two weeks and you um, have to create art obviously during mm -hmm. your residency but then you also do some kind of a public presentation or a class um to benefit the mm -hmm. community to show them kind of what you're working on and, and mm -hmm. they've had authors they've had musicians they've had um painters photographers sculptors um, there was a guy that came and he was working and like making bronze sculptures during his residency wow. mm -hmm. and it might have nothing to do with mackin island mm -hmm. like his bronze mm -hmm. sculpture he was working on a sculpture for somebody that was um, had given him a commission, it was commissioned piece and it was his children, like not the artist children, but so he's just showing his craft. Right. It's not always about embracing something about Mackinac. It's not okay. always like that. Right. Okay. So these are to live on the Island for two weeks and mm -hmm. meet and interact with the community, which is mm -hmm. cool. And the space that you're in is right in yep. the middle of downtown. That yep. part of downtown that we were talking about earlier, that's like Times Square. Yeah. That's where the artist okay. building is. Yep. It's right mm -hmm. in the building. So mm -hmm. it's very high energy. Um, mm -hmm. It's not a retreat away from civilization. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. a very in an abandoned on, cabin in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Exciting, yeah. Um, um, like high energy residents. And at, in talking about all these different facets of things that the Mackinac Arts Council kind of threads through, you know, we have our own very strong focus with programming and such, but we, where art is involved, we generally have a little thread or a connection. But one of the best collaborations that we uh, made was our collaboration with the art program at the school. Mm. Um, and that's the one I think, um, you know, is, is one of the most important collaborations because introducing art to students um, is is so imperative for a well-rounded education. And our art teacher, Miss um, May, she works very, very hard in trying to get the kids lots and lots of different experiences through art. Um, we've partnered with Crooked Tree out of Petoskey to bring a type of art into the programming that she that Miss May didn't feel was in her wheelhouse to be able to teach at a good in-depth level. So they had an online program and, and our kids got to do these amazing um, projects. We have um, given the money, donated the money to get the kids to go down and see, uh, they got to see the Van Gogh immersion exhibit. Down. Oh, yes. Yeah, just they just did that um, it, this past fall. And mm -hmm. so we're always collaborating and finding ways to help art stay part of our learning environment on Mackinac Island because every single one of us believes wholeheartedly that it enhances and helps all of those other things that you're learning. Um, that art is part of math, art is part of science. Yeah. Um, and so by helping and by us helping fund things, 
with the arts council, we're able to keep it in front of the kids at a, at a higher quality level than they might get at a different public school nowadays, especially in Northern Michigan. Um, so we have like a poetry, um, what, what's that poet? Poetic uh, Visions. So of poetic Mac Visions of yeah. Mackinac. It's a project we do every year with the kids um, where they um, take photographs and they create artwork and then they write a poem to go with that. So understanding the intersection of like mm -hmm. the written word and um, visual arts. That's yeah. Really great. And some of the younger kids and some of the younger kids, they draw pictures to go with their poem. They are not taking the photograph to go with it. And then that's the kickoff exhibit in the spring in our gallery at Mission Point. Okay. And we have a reception for the kids. Um, and all their families come to visit and there's a judgment, you know, it's juried slightly. And so there's always a best of show, things like that. Um, so we just, uh, it's all good. And I'm sorry, my phone's ringing and I don't know what to do. I'm going to, there we go. Um, sorry. You're fine. You're anyway, fine. That, that's probably one of the other really great things that we're really proud of with Mackinac Arts Council is our collaboration with the school and helping get them what they need to be able to offer a really good, well-rounded art program. Whether it's buying instruments um, or getting somebody in that can help teach the, the poet poetry writing or the photography, buying cameras for the photography class. Those are all great things that the Mackinac Arts Council has been able to do to support and um, enhance the arts program right here at our public school. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's it's mm -hmm. a huge part uh, for children to be having that and yeah. for your, you know, for your island to offer that for them. I applaud you for doing that um, with you guys doing all that you do. If someone is curious about all of this, I take it that they would just is there a link that you have that they can always go on and check all of this out? Is it on the Mackinac? MackinacArtsCouncil.org. OK, um, you and can go there anytime and check out what we're working on. Um, usually our calendar for the summer events um, gets posted in mid-February. Okay. We're still kind of finalizing all the artists that we're bringing up and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, some things you you can know, like if you're there on a Thursday between July and September, you will be able to see music in the park. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But right now we're kind of focused on winter stuff. So if you go to our website right now, it's mostly stuff about winter events, the play mm -hmm. that we're putting on, all that stuff. Um, yeah, what is the musical? Middle Shop of Horrors. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great yeah. one. Very yeah, good. Super excited. Um, we, we're always astounded by the talent that yeah. comes out for some of these things. Because when you sit there and you think about a show and you're like, oh, do we do we think? And we think about the people like, would they be okay in this spot? Or would they be okay in this spot? And then the actors come to audition. And you've never even heard this actor sing. And mm -hmm. now there's these new ones that are there for the winter that might be working at Grand Hotel and they are singing. And then you're just like, oh my gosh. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's really, we're excited about this one. Really excited. We're always, always excited about the shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't, I, I also wanted to mention um, that, that Mackinac Arts Council is, is 100% supported through donations and sponsorships. So all these things that we do, we pay for. Mm -hmm. um, and the way we make our money is through donations and sponsorships. So um, if any of your listen listeners ever feel compelled um, to give, they can do that at our website as well. There is a giving page. 
Oh, that's wonderful. That, that mm -hmm. was another question I had about that. If they wanted to do that, then they could help contribute with that, you know, yes. and that's, that's something mm -hmm. that I'm sure so many of them would like to do because they love being able to see the island, not only prosper, but then all of the art that is involved with it too. It just is, it really is amazing how much you guys it offer is. there. It truly is. Mm -hmm. I mean, and once, and the closer it gets to the season and you go on that page on our, on our website and you go there and you see what's in front of us and what Philip and the volunteers are going to be bringing to our audiences free of charge. Mm -hmm. It's really exceptional. There is something for everyone. That's yeah. the best thing. Like if you love classical music, the classical series is for you. If you love painting, if you're photography, if you want to hear uh, just a great rock concert in the park. Um, but then the following week, maybe it's a jazz band, you know, um, it, it is such a well-rounded offering. And I think it surprises people. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is a, this is another question for you guys as being residents. This is something that people that listen to the podcast like to know, uh, not uh, to steer away a little bit from that, but what is something that you like to share with uh, like a first time visitor, even a novice, you know, visitor that they must do when visiting the island that you're like, okay, I, if you're going to do this, I would highly encourage you to do this. What, what could you say for that? Oh gosh, there's so many. <laughs> even if it's a couple. I have. On a rain, I have a couple, but it always depends on the day, like yeah. what kind of weather we're having. Totally. Rainy day would be a good one because I think sometimes people uh -huh. are not sure what to do with that. Yeah. So I, I'll start with rainy day okay. and I'll let, I'll let Philip do sunny day. So my thing on a rainy day is you're on an island that is so historical, right? Mm -hmm. So my rainy day likes to start when the library opens and that's on the west end of the downtown area okay a fire is probably going to be lit you've got this phenomenal you, you you walk into it um and it's you can just feel the, the authors you can again there's just this sense of feeling and you can sit there by the fire grab a book that you might not have read, but it's maybe about Mackinac. We have all of the books that have ever been written fictionally um, are there for you to grab and sit and read. Um, you'll meet Anne, our librarian. She's been a librarian forever. Um, and that's our new location. So I like to think, you know, you can start with that. And then I always think after that, the walk then is down Market Street because that's where most of our galleries are. And then you can go in and out. So even though it's raining, a gallery takes longer than a souvenir loop, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, go to the galleries. You can spend time looking at someone else's interpretation of the same things you see. And yes. I, I just find that fascinating um, that you could be looking at the fort and the Grand Hotel and an artist is looking at the fort and the Grand Hotel and how two different people can see it differently. Yeah. So I always talk about going down the down Market Street from the library and hitting the galleries. And then you'll come out at the base of the fort. And I think hands down every day, I don't care there was raining, snowing, sunny, everybody should go up to the fort because it's mm -hmm. real. It's mm -hmm. not Disney. Disney didn't build, build this at all. And the 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 turnover of the history or the, the history of the turnover of the fort is worth going up there. And again, you're inside buildings and you're getting interpretations in there. So then once you've done that and you get this really phenomenal feel for that, if you're lucky enough to have an umbrella or if it's not pouring rain, 
you go out the back of the fort and you go down the botanical garden trail and it's right out there and that's actually ironically the trail we use for our musical trail that we do once a year so you go through that and again read about now now you're reading about nature's art flowers and trees and and what nature brings to us okay so you're you're seeing that and you get up and you end at our track so you're already up above and you get to look and see these amazing gorgeous vistas you go back down to the main street there and you're going to swing around to where mission point is and my point is there to get inside the main lobby of mission point because you'll get the history of the college and what built this school and you'll learn that there was one graduating class um but there is an awe to the structure when you're in the lobby and again there's art over the fireplaces that is there by one of our local artists that grew up on Mackinac island and her art has been chosen and commissioned over each one of the fireplaces um i love that and then you can make your way then over to the theater where if it's raining, we're gonna have a movie playing and we'll have an exhibit in the um, the in, in our gallery and you can sit down for a while and watch a movie um, or you can just kind of take that space in again because it's a pretty cool theater. If you're lucky, Philip or Marsha will be there and they can talk to you a little bit about Mackinac Arts Council. And then to me, that's that's the day. That, that's what I do on rainy days. Um, and, and I think that's a good one for people that just have one little day Yeah, that, you know, starts at 10 and they need it to be done by five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And to me, you've taken in this artistic journey that, you know, you've touched on authors, you've seen artists in the galleries so that their um, paintings or weavings or whatever. So you have that, then you go up to the, um, the fort, which... You know, when you see, uh, um, what's it called, Philip, the dia, diorama, you know, you see these dioramas and these these exhibits that have been created. Um, and then you go out the back and you get Mother Nature's creations and you're walking through uh, the botanical trail. And then you see, you know, the limestone formation of Arch Rock, which has been there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And you get, you're hearing it too, like you're hearing the water and you're hearing East Bell that dings and and then you come down and then you enter into something man-made again and it's this extraordinary building. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got artistic architecture and then you go over and then you see film. Mm-hmm. So for me, if, if you wanna take a one our big fat artistic journey that touches on so many different things, it's a rainy day tour of Mackin Island. That's a great way for someone to really explore some things that they might not have considered looking at before. And they like love that. it even if they're not looking for art. I mean, there's yeah. so many different views that you can take on every one of those components. But artistically, that's my rainy day tour. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> now, Philip, what would you do on a sunny day? Okay, I'm going to take this in a different direction. Okay, okay. okay. Like, she gave you all of the main things. But, <laughs> I mean, that was like a... That was like a curated like tourism bureau level <laughs> recommendation like i can't top that there's no way it I was a ma- it was like so an arts council tour no i just mean like as an intro to the island like that is exactly oh, yeah. what i would tell uh-huh. anyone to do like those are all the highlights so yeah. i'm gonna just i'm gonna go a little bit left field okay here. okay um 
for people who maybe have come to the island 25 times already and they think they've seen everything, mm -hmm. ah, good there's one. two things that I like to recommend that people do that they often have never heard of. Okay. Number one is Anne's Tablet. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of my favorite spots and it is, in my opinion, the best view on the entire island. Well, mm -hmm. the governor's mansion might be a better view, but you can't just yeah. go You can't just go in there unless you're the governor. Yeah. Wednesday mornings. Wednesday mornings. Oh, they do, they you do can go in there Wednesday mornings. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. if they have a the people's house. Yes. But Shut anyway, the front door. I had no idea. Oh my God. That's Anne's amazing. Tablet, hands down an amazing view. If you don't know how to get there, you're, you're going to go as soon as you're done seeing the art exhibits at the Richard and Jane, the Navy and art museum. Mm -hmm. There's a little, <laughs> there's a little uh, playground for kids right behind the museum. And right next to that playground, there's a stair head. And you walk up those stairs. It's not for the faint of heart. There's like 150 stairs. Yeah, I counted them one time. Yeah. You can take mm -hmm. your time. And it is, it's so cool because it's a piece of history. It's about a book that was written about Mackinac Island by a very prominent author, Constance Fenimore Wilson. It's just an amazing vista. You can go up there anytime of day. I've gone up there in the middle of the night and you can look out and you can see the whole town lit up. You can see the entire harbor. You can see both the lighthouses. You can see the freighters coming in. You can see the ferries coming and going. It's just mm -hmm. so beautiful and peaceful. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people to do that. Um, and the other one, Jerry Lynn's going to probably be shocked that I'm recommending this, but this is good on a rainy day or a sunny day. But if you have a bunch of time to kill and you've never done it, I love tea at Grand Hotel. Yes. Oh, it's so it special. Is, it is. I'm And I'm a big proponent of like culture is more yeah. than just art and music culture mm -hmm. is also mm -hmm. food and beverage culture yes. oh 100 core and interior decorating and fashion and mm -hmm. um pageantry i love this and i love tea because you get this amazing selection of like morsels of dessert and savory flavors on this amazing display and it's like having a little curated like artistic experience it with is. your senses and you mm -hmm. get to sit in the parlor in the, mm -hmm. in the lobby of the hotel around all this beautiful decor and mm -hmm. and and artifacts I, I love doing tea mm -hmm. so if, and, um, and it elevates things when you go to tea so cool. it elevates an experience you know you can get a cup of coffee anywhere but when you're going for tea and there's piano and a harpist yeah. playing yeah. it just elevates you into a whole nother level and it yeah. is it is lovely and i love that one if you're spending the day on the island or even a couple of days yeah there is a weird period of time between like 3 p.m and dinner mm -hmm. where you're like what am i supposed to do yes um, you are so right the island doesn't mm -hmm. really have a lot of public spaces where you can just sit without being in the way because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's so cramped yeah so mm -hmm. i love just going up there and being like we're gonna spend two and a half hours at tea and by the time that's done it's gonna be time for dinner and then we can go back downtown yeah and yeah that's usually when I go up to the Coppola bar and I have yeah. a margarita yeah. up there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's so for tea, if somebody wanted to do tea there, um, they obviously need to pay to go in there and then mm -hmm. they don't have to be a guest, but they can just go mm -hmm. ahead yeah, and so you pay ask your, for tea. Exactly. You walk in, you pay your $10 cover to walk into the lobby uh -huh. and then you just sit down in the lobby and promptly at, I think it's at three o'clock they will come around and start serving tea and then they'll just bring you a bill when, when you're done. I mean, I feel like I would have been on Downton Abbey if I did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, is, like, it is, it is, it is so like Downton Abbey. Yeah, it is. I mean, I cause you, you don't see tea like that. 
you don't see no, that. It's very unusual to have that opportunity, especially up in Northern Michigan to have yeah. that type of experience. I've not done that. And now I'm definitely doing that when we come, that is such a great idea. And I think that that is something fun for the listener to consider too, mm -hmm. because what a unique and it does it probably feels like you've transported back in time a little bit too with that it does yeah yeah mm -hmm. 100%. yeah and you just relax the, and philip touched on something that i know we have forgotten to mention and i do want to where food is art you mm -hmm. know there it comes in many forms this year this past year it was our inaugural year we we got a grant and we offered um uh dinner um these evenings of food, cultural foods. Yeah. And it, we looked at what are the different cultures that are working on American Island. And one month we focused on Jamaican food and music. The next night oh. we did, or the next one of the months we did, um, was you not Ukrainian, um, Eastern Polish. European, yeah, Eastern European. And, Eastern uh, European. and then we, we did, did um, we had a Mexican one. And anyway, and so we're going to be continuing with that this year. Wow. And what it allows is these different um, populations that are there from their countries. They come in, we're making authentic food for them. We're bringing in authentic music. Anybody can come. So to experience the newness of well, I want to try that food and I want to listen to that kind of music. And um, it was such a wonderful, wonderful hit this year that uh, this past season that we're doing it again. And then it also allows us to say, OK, so we're the Arts Council. This is we do this. But then here, this is all the other stuff that you can do. And it's free because you know, so little is free on Mackinac Island and we yeah, want our employees. No, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And neither is going to the fort. You have to pay to go into right. that. But like we want we want our island residents to know there's so much more to do than just go to a bar mm -hmm. or sit in your room, you know, mm -hmm. or even in the park. Like we love that you're here. And that was what it showed that we appreciate these workers from all over the world. And we appreciate them for who they are, for their culture, Welcome to Mackinac Island. Mm -hmm. We're happy you're here. And then also, here's some things you could do if you do love the arts. So exactly, it's been a, it was a really, really well received program that we're really looking forward to again. And that this information year. would also be on your website if they oh, wanted yeah. to check that out. That's on okay. our those website. Those are usually yes. in the that those will be early in the season. So yeah, yeah. and we hold them at Community Hall um, through the, through the city. And okay. it's a great venue for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and for the listener, for the music in the park, for them to know a little bit about that, uh, that starts after the 4th of July. Is that correct? Or does uh, that start no, before the 4th? Starts, it starts after Lilac Festival. So after Lilac Festival, I believe the first mm -hmm. one is actually in June. It's like June 28 or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. And is and each week like... something different for the music? Oh, in... yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. We try to make sure that, um, each week is a different genre. Mm -hmm. So um, our, actually our first week will be Mackinac's Got Talent. Okay. Stage in the park, which is- Because uh, like, auditions. Yeah. Okay. And then I don't have it. I don't have the list handy. Right, there, right. There's but jazz, they can... there's country music, there's rock and roll, there's folk yeah. music. Jazz. Um, reggae bands. Um, mm -hmm. we, had a, we had an artist who was a um, Mexican drummer that came last year. Um, so every week. And sometimes we'll get a warm up, you uh -huh. know, like a local, yeah, we always like somebody. Yeah. yeah. And they're usually somebody who's on the island to perform in one of the bars and they'll be the warm up. So it's yes. kind of fun. So you yeah, get a so little. Yeah. Opener starts at 630. It's 
you come and go as you please. Yeah. Clouds mm -hmm. is right there. So you can run and grab a snack. You can work, grab mm -hmm. a bottle of wine. You can mm -hmm. drink in, in the, the park. You can yeah. drink in the park. Land. So, yeah. so it's just a super chill, uh, relaxing mm -hmm. atmosphere. I loved it. I, I enjoyed it so much. I went and bought a little, I didn't have a, anything to sit on. I went and bought a towel at the Pink Pony and I sat there and I just enjoyed it so much. Um, I was so glad that I got to experience that. So you guys really hit the nail on the head with doing that. You really have. It's a, um, I hope that people get to do that when they come up and visit the island because it, it, it is fun, especially to see all the talent there because there is a lot of it. Um, there is. Um, well, this has been so wonderful. I, I cannot thank you guys enough for coming on here. This is I have so many notes that I've been taking that I'm going to have to write them all out. Um, to sh uh, but th this also has helped, I think, the listener, too, to explore some different sites, um, as I am finding out, too, for them to know, to enjoy more about the island, to learn more history about it. This is great. Um, yeah. And this this just means a lot to me. Is there anything else that you guys can think of that you would like to add before we wrap up? I just want to make sure that we understand that, our, that your listeners um understand this is our 20th year it's gonna be yeah. our best year ever you know yeah. becky barnwell started something it has grown through the help of so many people and volunteers and 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 musicians and talented artistic people that we're on our 20th year and i sometimes feel like even though it's been 20 years sometimes i feel like we're just getting started that's great. so the more we can get this information out and the more that people can give to help us do these things, it's just gonna be better and better in another 20 years, wow. Yeah, I agree yeah. completely. So thank you for featuring no, us. Thank we you. It very much. No, it's my pleasure. Philip, is there anything you would like to add? No, Jalen said exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, wonderful. Exactly what you, <laughs> what you were gonna say, all right. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much, I appreciate it. Well, there you have it, guys. We were so lucky to be able to listen the great stories from Jerry Lynn and Philip and everything that the Mackinac Arts Council is going to be sharing with the island this year. Philip reached out to let me know that the Manugian Art Contest for the residency program, the um, deadline is not until March 3rd. So I will be sure to put a link in with the blog notes all about that for you. Also, be sure to stop in Jerry Lynn's stores that she owns two of them on the island. I'm sure you have gone there. It's Destination Mackinac and Decked Out. They are great little shops, and I love them. If you've not had the opportunity, be sure to do that when you visit the island. All right, gang, that concludes this week's episode of Totally Mackinac. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather.